looking up? <laughs> I'm looking up one of my scripts because oh. I don't know if you know the person or not. I don't think I asked you. And then it's a lot less interesting, although you probably don't know as much about them as I do now. Well, She's not the wheezes. Okay. I, I mean, anything. I mean, okay. I don't understand. So I took a whole bunch of time one night when I couldn't sleep, mm-hmm. and I put all my things into folders on Google Docs. Yeah. And then I deleted a whole bunch of stuff I don't need anymore. Mm-hmm. It was all very good. Was it? But you have to go on to Drive and not Docs to see mm-hmm. the folders, which yeah. I think is insane. Like, it's I feel to see the folders in Docs. It's actually insane. <laughs> That's how bad it is. It's making me crazy. Wow. Yeah. But now I have it as finished episodes and scripts. Well, that, okay. Of unfinished episodes. You and I have unfinished like business. Two of them are ones that just never worked when we recorded them. <laughs> like my favorite lady mm-hmm. that we're going to revisit. Uh, do you know who Chevalier Dion is? No. Okay. I don't think so. I don't know the name. I mean,. That's all I need. What if it, you don't know the name, then you don't know who they are. Okay. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. Their name has power. <laughs> if a name means nothing to you, well, then we get I know nothing. Well, who's going first? You go first? I go first? You go first. Okay. So then they're in the right order when we talk about them. Otherwise, it's otherwise we get yeah we to start, the audience. We talk about stuff that like we haven't talked about. Yeah, and then it's yeah. all backwardsy. Hello. Hi, this is Hysterical History. Hilarious. And history. <laughs> I'm Alexis. I'm Haley. And we've been killing it this week. This has been a good week. You guys really listens. You guys really like uh, Nazis. Well, and it's not even just that one. Like People have just and, been listening uh, to a lot of episodes, which is awesome. I haven't been getting any Google alerts from people talking about us. Mm. So they're doing it silently. <laughs> That's how our podcast is. It's just silent in the <laughs> right. background in the night. Uh, yeah, so we're coming up on like a year, yeah. which is great. That's uh, like super. When does our year happen? Hold on uh, I want to say it's like the second or third week in February. Is it February 15th? I'm looking. Um, I feel like. Yeah, page load. <laughs> Like maybe More. maybe Alexandra emailed More. us and said it was the fifteenth. <laughs> Did someone email us to tell us when our anniversary? I think so. That's hilarious. Maybe um, no. As far as mine says, it's the twenty sixth. Okay, maybe I'm thinking uploaded. Maybe they were talking about like and they were talking about something else, which I'm going to talk about because <laughs> they had recommendations. So I'm going to do one of the recommendations. Okay. Mm-hmm. Excitement. February fifteenth is a holiday. Mm. Do you know what holiday it is? Uh, post Valentine's, kind of. Uh, <laughs> uh, wait. Oh, okay. No, I probably don't know. Well, first of is all, is it Lincoln's birthday? Mm, I don't know. Hmm. Look it up. Can you at home so. look it up faster than Alexis <laughs> <I> can? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, no, this it's the twelfth. I knew it was close to mine. It's really birthday. close. Anyway, this is a history podcast Who's where we talk. Oh, holiday. Alexis just showed me when you Google Lincoln's birthday, it has a picture of him in a tiny hat. It's so adorable. <laughs> I need to talk about Lincoln just so I can use that photo for his Anyway, birthday. this is a history podcast where yeah. we talk about funny things. And if you like it, you should leave a comment on iTunes. Leave a review. Review, yeah. Because at the moment we have two. Oh, yeah. And that's my mom. One of them is your mother. And Lane? Lane is the other one. Yeah. <laughs> so my mom and my gay best friend. <laughs> you should uh, leave a review, listener. And email us at hystericalhistorypodcast at gmail.com, and we will respond, probably, and we'll join, join, give you a shout-out. Join the the legion of, <laughs> I believe, three people. Three. Alexand- people. Alexandra, uh-huh. Jenna, and yep. Caitlin. That's them. That's you guys rock. You're great. You're really great. And see, you could be on that list. <laughs> you could be on that we list. We could talk about you. You could be the fourth. Or if you have, and especially if you have something you want us to talk about, you should tell us because yeah. we want to talk about what you want to hear about. Yeah, that's cool. Like, like, uh, 
So, Alexis, you and I both go on TV tropes kind of all the time. Yeah, they keep wanting my money, and I keep being like, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Uh, they've, they've it's never like asked. Wikipedia. It's like, it, well, it's always like, you have an ad blocker on. Would you turn it off? And I'm like, no. Hmm. It's like, you want to pay us a couple of dollars, maybe we'll stop bothering you? And I'm like, no. Well, maybe we shouldn't advertise that we use this website <laughs> in that way. If I'm saying I don't pay them. Uh, but anyway, one of the great, tropes, I actually learned about this from a TV trope page before I learned about it in history, but it's called a cargo cult. Okay. Never heard of it. Cool. That's going to be great for us. <laughs> anyway, so the the trope actually gives a pretty good summary of what a cargo cult is in the real life, not okay. just in TV and fiction, etc. Sure. Uh, but in it... Uh, it's a group of people who worship an object as a god or, ident- or you know, as a deity. Like the golden calf. Kind of. Uh, this usually happens because it's advanced technology or it's oh. a coincidental resemblance to figures in the local uh, religion. Like Jesus toast. Mm, I'm <laughs> not acquainted with... <laughs> Jesus toast. Okay. That was a meme. <laughs> okay. Forever ago. Uh, but they're still worshiping Jesus just through the toast, so probably not true. Okay. <laughs> but the, the trope name comes from uh, a documented effect during World War II where military forces would Oh, no, keep, I do know this. Yeah, yeah keep landing yeah. on islands in the South Pacific, and some 60 years after the war, some tribes are still worshiping, like... American GIs. Yes. And like building fake plane airstrips. <laughs> right. And worshiping. Because, yeah, they, they would drop cargo for their own people and they didn't know where they were coming from because they don't have airplanes and the technology. And so they're like, it must be a deity giving us gifts. And it's like, no. Yeah. So the there's been a, a lot of them actually. But the one that is most well-known and is most documented because it still exists, as far Mm -hmm. as I know, at least it did, like, in the 2000s. Sure. So probably. So probably take place in uh, Melanesia. Do you know where Melanesia is? Probably in Asia. Um, I'm assuming Southeast Asia is what I'm going to guess. Do you know where Polynesia is? Yes. It's kind Oceania. of kind of the triangle between Hawaii, New Zealand, and Easter Island. Yes. So Melanesia is sort of north of Australia, okay. and it's um, New Guinea to Fiji in kind of a, a pear shape. Gotcha. And Micronesia is right above it. Here I have a little map. I know where that is. Yeah. 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 I know where Micronesia is. So one time I memorized all the countries in the whole world just for fun. Just for fun. It took me like a year. So you know uh, where Solomon Island is? is. Mm-hmm. It's in that. In the approximate place, it's, yes. It's near that place. Okay. So the the cult, the religion, is called the John from religion. Oh. Uh, Very catchy. It's super catchy, right? (laughs) But first we're going to talk about kind of older ones. Okay. The uh, earliest recorded cargo cult uh, is in Papua New Guinea Mm -hmm. in 1871. Okay. And Russian missionaries... That's really early sounding. uh, 1871? Yeah. For dropping cargo on people. I mean, they weren't dropping them from airplanes. That's what I mean. Yeah. Really? I would assume that they were all airplanes. Oh, yeah. So. Some of them aren't. A lot of this episode's going to be like, hey, you know that, like, rumor you read on BuzzFeed about cargo calls? (laughs) It's not totally true. Gotcha. I mean, it's a little true, but there's more to it. Uh, Always is. So the earliest recorded that I guess people consider a cargo cult uh, it was in Papua New Guinea, 1871. Russian explorer landed with missionaries who distributed goods to the local people. Right. But the local peoples were not as impressed with the missionaries as they were with the goods the and stuff. and the really impressive ships. Ah, They're like, these ships are A plus. Space. Whoa. <laughs> you are basically a spaceship. Right. Uh, I hope that aliens come on ships that look like pirate ships. <laughs> I hope so. How cool would that be? So it's basically Treasure Planet. Yeah. That's my dream, too. Yeah. 
Treasure Planet is my dream. And then just aliens come out. And, we're and like, just aliens. That's, I know. So, what I like about this is that as a fan of sci fi, I'm like, this is every sci fi book. Yeah. So, it's either uh, aliens land and they kill everyone. Right. And we try to fight back and realistically fail. we would fail. Mm-hmm. Uh, or they land and we're just awestruck. Yeah. We're like, like whoa, give, all your stuff is cool. Give us all your stuff. All your stuff is belong to us now. Right. <laughs> and. <laughs> As uh, as much as you might giggle when we talk about some of these, just any one of us would do this. I mean, yeah, if they yeah. have, like, way cooler, better stuff than I do. If they have, like, the space version of Coca-Cola and we're like, this is way better what? than yeah. anything I've ever had. If they had can, like, my... hologram project from their phone, I'm like, what the F from is this? Phone. You know, whatever. From, you know, from their device. Whatever. From their, their portable device. Their, their brain scanner. Yeah, I'm like, give me... They communicate by ear wiggles, and it's all strange to us, but we really love their coke. If they can project their thoughts into my brain, like, yeah. Yeah. I'll I'll build you an airstrip out of bamboo. Teach me. You bet. (laughs) Please. (laughs) Where would you like it? (laughs) Anywhere. I'll put it anywhere. So, uh, the people who were like, your ships are the best, and stop talking missionaries, we just want more of your stuff. They cre- we don't want your Christian religion. We want your stuff. Kind religion. of. They made a, an amalgam version of the Old Testament where Eden was full of cargo or Western goods and the fall of man was losing all the cargo. But you could get the cargo back by venerating the missionaries and their amazing ships. That's so strange. I mean, it's fascinating. <laughs> yeah. I mean, isn't it? Yeah. Isn't Eden basically full of cargo? Yeah, but then they F it up. Then they F it up. Yeah. God's like, don't look in that one cargo box. And they're, they're like, like but, ooh. but what if it's super cool? What That's if it's like cute. Xboxes and stuff? <laughs> but then Satan's like, that one's the best one. And they're like, damn it. <laughs> of course it is. Yeah, so they... They got it kind of right. They're just like, you know, cargo's way better than, what was that, apples? Fruit? It's fruit. Yeah, it never says what it is. That, like, falls from the trees here. You clearly fruit have... is boring. You clearly have it wrong. <laughs> it was frickin' shiny baubles. Anyway, so John Frum and Cargo Cults are trivialized a lot because it's, uh, it's usually taken as a an example of... Oh, the simple people didn't know what the thing was, sure. and now they're worshipping it. Right. You know, it's like um, the road to El Dorado on speed. Mm-hmm. But in real life. And of course they would start worshipping an American GI, and uh, cause, like the story goes that John Frum is, because soldiers would introduce themselves as... I'm John from Minnesota. Blank, blank. Sure. Yeah. John from America. And it's like, oh, John from. Oh. I keep wanting to say John Froom because it's F-R-U-M. And it might be, but I don't think it is. Mm, like Chris Froom. Anyway, they believe he will return and bestow upon them good cargo on February 15th, which is seb- oh. celebrated each year as John Frum Day. Is there a reason for that? Is that like the first day they were there or something? You know, I'm not sure. Okay. Yeah. Also, Wednesday is their holy day. Sure. Yeah. Just take off the middle of the week, you know? I mean, hump day. (laughs) Hump day. Okay. It's a very American celebration. Hump day? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, take... It's a celebration! Take that day off, though. (laughs) That's the worst one. I mean, if their calendars, I mean, their their weeks work the way ours do. Anyway, I wanted to mention this also because this is kind of the weirdest part to me is that in some circles, uh, John Frum is considered to be Prince Philip's brother. Prince Philip of Spain? No, England. England. We're thinking England. Okay. Uh, Yes, the the queen's consort. I see. Uh, but anyway, if any of that sounds ridiculous, it's because it is. Sure. Uh, Lots of things in <clears throat> religion sound ridiculous. Right. So. But even more ridiculous is this sibling religion called the Prince Philip Movement. Oh. Which believes that Prince Philip, Duke of Edinburgh, concert to Queen Elizabeth II, is a divine being. I mean, aren't they all? No. 
Just because they can eat the swans doesn't mean divine. they're not gods. I'm just saying, people mm. thought that they were gods for a long time, or at least chosen by God. But that was just so they could tell the popes to go suck it. Um, okay. Yeah. I'm just saying, that's not the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Anyway, so they have a myth about a deity who's the son of a mountain spirit who travels overseas to a distant land where he marries a powerful woman and in time would return to them, and he was sometimes uh, said to be the brother of John Froome, etc. But, so when Queen Elizabeth II visited with her husband, Prince Philip, uh, they took him to be the deity, and to this day consider him to be a divine being. Oh. They're like, oh, it's that guy. That's the one we've been oh, looking for. And uh, they were very impressed with him, and, you know, people in England heard about this, and someone's like, hey, Philip, you should send them a picture of yourself. And he's like, okay, fine. That's the best day of his life. Because yeah. normally he's boring <laughs> he's, and useless. He is always. We don't care about him. Nobody um, does, except for those people. And then they sent him a gift back, which was like a ceremonial pig murder stick. Oh, cute. Uh, and then he took a picture of with himself holding it and sent it back to them. Oh, they have like a little, little pen message thing. relationship. Yeah. And those images are oh, like cute. Uh, idols in the religion now. Weird, but cute. <laughs> but if it, that's the weirdest one to me, just because Prince Philip is so not great. It's like, yeah, you can do better than this. This they, man. they can do better than Prince yeah. Philip. Okay, I thought you meant Prince Philip can do better than no. this. I was like, he cannot. He can. <laughs> he, he's kind of terrible. He he was on. This is the thing I always think of whenever anyone brings up Prince Philip is. Uh, he was on a visit to China in the 80s, and he met a bunch of British students that were there. Sure. And he said to them, if you stay here too long, you'll go all slitty-eyed. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeesh. Which is just emblematic of his level of awareness and taste. Yeah. And Racist. Use- and usefulness in general. Yeah. Why do you ever let him leave the house? There's a reason you're not in charge. <laughs> it's because you're stupid. You're racist. You're terrible. You're kind of terrible. Yeah. Anyway. So cargo cults, and specifically John Frum as a movement, is more complex than the general, oh my gosh, did you know that brown people build fake planes and worship them in oh the man. ocean? What will they do next? What will they do next? <laughs> Interestingly, if anything, uh, these movements have helped preserve indigenous beliefs and lifestyles uh, mm. since kind of edging out Christianity. Right. Which is great. Because it's their own thing. Yeah, it's like their own thing. Their own thing. <laughs> yep. Thang. Okay. All I can hear in my head is Toby going, whose thing is it? When he's talking about smooth jazz isn't his thing. Mm-hmm. And he's like, whose thing is it? But whose? And then he says someone's name and he goes, wait, no. I'm like, well, I was calling somebody out about smooth jazz. Anyway, so people in Vanuatu, which is, you know, kind of the main place yeah. where it's uh, believed in. They went on Survivor there one time. Yes. People kept <laughs> people kept mentioning like you might know this from Survivor. I'm like yeah. literally no one will know that. <laughs> I've just heard the name Vanuatu a lot because of Survivor. I've and never heard that before, but mm-hmm. apparently all of you might, and yeah. I don't know what pop culture is. <laughs> it's like really old. I think that season's from like five years ago or something. Oh, super old. Five years? I'm gonna look. Okay. And they went to Vanuatu. Keep going. Anyway, so people in Vanuatu had been introduced to Western society before World War II. Okay. So first of all, the whole story's kind of got that blip in it. Sure. A little hole poked in it. Poked. Poked. (laughs) Oh, sorry. They were there in 2004. That was 14 (laughs) years ago. (laughs) You know, it feels like four. Yeah. But so a while ago. A while ago. Uh, James Cook visited in 1774. Okay. So a while, even before, like, Russians were. Even before Survivor. Even before (laughs) Survivor was there. James Cook. (laughs) Made it there somehow. 
who is uh, kind of on par with Prince Philip as far as, like, you need to not be let out of the house. Oh, because he's, like, racist and stuff? Oh, yeah, I mean... I mean, but he's old. He's old. It's, uh, we, I need to talk about him sometime, because, like, literally anywhere in the world there's a, a cook something. Like, I lived right by a cook right. inlet, and I lived in Alaska. Right. And in Hawaii, every island claims that they've killed him. Like they right. are, they are yeah. they argue over it. Right. So that's a man we need to talk about sometime. He's that. He's that. Uh, is it a Johnny Cat? No, I don't know. What Johnny the song. Cat. Cash. I was gonna okay. say. Uh, he's that song. The I've been everywhere, man. <laughs> it's not Johnny Cash. <laughs> I don't know who it is. Johnny Cat. I'm gonna look it up. It is Johnny Cat. Uh, and over the years between 1774, when James Cook's like, ooh, a volcano, and he landed. And they're like, what? What are you? And he's like, I'm leaving. It is Johnny Cash! <laughs> okay. Sorry. Anyway. Keep going. I was so uh, excited. <sighs> so between you. that, European missionaries did what they do and started setting up shop there, spreading Christianity without so much as a safe word. <laughs> what? It's a safe word. Uh, safe word. By twenty, by the twentieth century, missionaries were bringing their fists down in a number of ways, mm. such as policing local peoples and disabusing them of unchristian-like rituals and behaviors. Oh, good. Taking their children into schools, no. all in the most brutal ways they could think of. No, because I don't know. You're out in the middle of the ocean, and who's going to tell you not to? We've decided what you're doing is wrong. Mm-hmm. We have to fix it. The first mentions of John Frum comes up in 1937, okay. though some claim he'd been around since the 1910s. But anyway, either way, way before American forces were leapfrogging up the South Pacific, mm-hmm. uh, one of their chiefs... Chief Isaac, I don't know if he's still alive anymore. Uh, might be, I think. The source I was looking at this from was a Smithsonian article okay. from, like, 2006. Sure. So he's probably still around, but he might not be, and I apologize. What's his not. name? Uh, Chief Isaac. And Vatuatua. Uh Chief Isaac Group of Companies? Hmm. Doubt it. LLC? <laughs> Probably. That sounds like the right one. How about this heritage site with names I can't pronounce? That also might be it. Anyway, they say that John Frum first appeared one night in the late 1930s after a group of elders had downed many shells of kava, which is like a, um, you know, the drug of choice in the islands. Is it alcohol or what? Downed? They sound like they're drinking something. I mean, they are drinking it. I get the feeling that it's slightly hallucinogenic. Okay. Uh, so it's it's a thing. Sure. It's a thing. Do what you got. So do. after they had downed many of these as a prelude to interacting with the spirit world, they got a message, and he was a man, a white man, who spoke their language, uh, but he didn't tell them that he was American. Okay. Uh, he told them he had come to rescue them from the missionaries and colonial officials, saying that the people should stop following the white man's ways and should throw away their money and their clothes and take away children from the schools and stop going to church and go back to living as a custom people, castom people, which is like the indigenous original way of living. As a Christian, I agree with them. With, yep. the, with that god who talked to them. <laughs> you should drink kava and worship the magic stones and perform ritual dances and tell the officials to shove it. Agree. Uh, so it's Although awesome. I'm not sure about this drug, <laughs> but everything else agree. <laughs> it's basically, it sounds like uh, coffee that gives you visions. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> that sounds like a mistake. I mean, regular coffee will give you visions, depending on how much you take. I don't drink coffee, so I don't know. Yeah. I know. That's why you can't... Uh, I'm against coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Anti-coffee drinker. Yeah. So it's possible that local leaders, I think more than possible, that local leaders conceived of John Frum as a white-skinned ally in the fight against the colonials who were attempting to just step all over them and be meanie heads. Why is he got to be white, though? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Like, that's nice, I guess. Yeah. That it's like there's... 
Like, with all these white people yelling at you, being like, do what I say, that a white person would be like, hey, don't do what they say. And it's like, now we have agency. Yeah, he's, he's an ally. options. But at the same time, I'm like, oh, <laughs> I wanted to be your people. Being like, hey, we don't need this. Right. Uh, so, uh, one of the island administrators, and, like, the theory that it's basically them coming up with a white ally to fight against Christians, uh, gained some credence in 1949. The island administrator, Alexander Rentoul, noted that from is the uh, island pronunciation of broom, and that uh, the idea was that John Frum would sweep all the white people off the island. Nice. Good for you. Sweep away the competition. In fact, some people think they know the identity of John Fromm himself, that he wasn't a GI, but a man named Jack Kohu, a traditionalist who'd spent time working in the colonial capital of Port Phila in the early 1930s, hmm. um, who supposedly returned adamant about resisting the overlords, who was familiar with cargo and ready to utilize a profound regional tradition of using... Uh, quasi-satirical trickery to goad people into willfully believing wild yet convenient stories to aid their cause. Mm. You know. But anyway, there it is. Well, that's, I mean, it struck, if that's what he was doing, that's nice. It struck a chord. Sure. And the villagers began throwing all their money into the sea and killing their pigs for a giant feast to welcome their new messiah. Like you, Like you do. Yeah. I already... Uh, wish them the best. Any religion that involves slaughtering pigs is a good one. <clears throat> Jews. Mm-hmm. <laughs> pork is the best way to worship. That's right. Go to a good pork pole, and that is your worship time. <laughs> what else would you do? Do Muslims also not eat pork? I think they don't, do I'm, they? Uh, I don't um, think so. It's nice being Christian and eating pork. <laughs> it's nice not being Christian and eating pork. Yeah. Eating pork is just really good it's very good it's just really good uh so back to Vanuatu mm-hmm. not for survivor <laughs> not yet uh although colonial authorities were trying to they eventually struck back arresting the movement's leaders who became the first martyrs of John Frum and the movement mm. when they were imprisoned uh off island in 1941 sad Sad. All they wanted to do was get rid of all the white people. The way you said it was so sarcastic. Sad. <laughs> it's the, <laughs> the new way of saying it. Sad. Sad. So Sounds by like somebody reading a, a, a <laughs> Trump tweet, quote. Yeah. yeah. Sad. <laughs> I hate it. Me too. Uh, so by World War II, the movement was already supposedly underway, mm. and locals. The resistance. The resistance. And at this point, locals witnessed American soldiers who were wealthy and foreign, had all this cool equipment, and they matched John Frum's description. White. Hot. Hot. (laughs) mm, Stuff. Really mm, just tight uniforms. (laughs) Yeah. That's good. That's what we We want. We like (laughs) Our religion is based around Mm, this. Good. Perfect. Fit. Fit. Mm. Because people in Polynesia are usually bigger. Just naturally. Oh, by fit, I mean the pants are just... I know, but I also mean they're fit, like, uh, trim Mm -hmm. and muscular. Uh, So, not... They were impressed with um, the tight pants, Mm -hmm. as we discussed. But also with the fact that there were dark-skinned soldiers who were eating with the... The white Americans. Yeah. And operating the same machinery and World sitting with them. I know. And we're not going to treat them so well when they go back home. But, but out on the job, they're doing pretty okay. Right now we're like equal. And the islanders are like, that's awesome. And the uh, our colonial overlords like would never sit with us and eat and would never let us handle any of the cool toys they had. Definitely not. So uh, you are awesome. I but, mean, we probably also wouldn't have... Uh, because we've had our black people for quite a while. Uh, yeah. So we've gotten used to them. Mm-hmm. We probably would just give them to you. Right. But it's nice that you like that. <laughs> they did pay them. They, like, uh, harnessed them by the hundreds and thousands to, like, set up camps and 
I don't know, move things from one place to another. And they paid him 25 cents a day and gave them lots of candy and sodas. I mean, who doesn't like candy and sodas? Yeah, right? I would do stuff for that. (laughs) So at this point, this is where everyone assumes, logically, that the John Frum legend takes on a decidedly American flavor. Sure. I mean, they see us and they're like, pretty cool. Pretty cool. (laughs) Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Uh, And one of the chiefs says, John Frum appeared to us in Port Villa and stayed with us throughout the war. John was dressed in all white, like American Navy men, with those tight, tight pants. Really? No. Okay. (laughs) It's like... (laughs) Just gen- gently specific. hugging the curves of their rumpus the, of their rumpuses. <laughs> rumpus is a really good word that they would definitely use. They would rump their wild or a word rumpuses. that can be translated into rumpus. <laughs> and it was then we knew John was an American. Sometimes Haley thinks I'm not paying attention because well, because you're looking at your screen the I whole know, time. Playing, I'm listening, playing Morky Moose. It's t- <laughs> Toontown. <laughs> Which I almost don't want to admit. But, you see, the second that the quote starts going off base, I'm like, hold on a minute. Is that true? I have to keep, it sounds false. I have to keep doing it so you'll turn and look at me. <laughs> Why do you never look at me, No, Dory? don't say it. It's so <laughs> gross. I hate it. Uh, shout out to all the people who watch Game Grumps. Gross. Oh, that's so good. Anyway, it was then we knew that John was an American. John said that when the war was over, he'd come to us in Tana with ships and planes, bringing much cargo like the Americans had to uh, Villa. Possibly Villa or... Villa. Villa. Villay. Vallejo. It's a V-I-1-L and A, so it's not like... Ah. I don't know. It's not double L-A. Yeah. Villa. It's not a villa. It's a villa, probably. Yeah. Anyway. Or a villa. So the movement finally uh, coalesced into this this thing where nowadays they will uh, dress up in mock military uniforms and Cute. write USA on their chests <laughs> in, in paint. And they'll have, like, fake... Rifles made out of bamboo with little red bayonets on top, and this they'll is do so cute. They'll do marching uh, bayonets formations. Seem kind of old, but hey, I mean, if it were, if we're talking <laughs> World War Two, yeah, they seem kind of old. Yeah, by that time, I don't know okay. that we're using a lot of bayonets anymore, but it's still cute, and I like it. Uh, and that's when they start making like the landing strips and grafting all these symbols onto the larger movement. Mm. For, you know, autonomy and reclamation. And cool. it all just is kind of fitting. Yeah. And then in the later mid-40s, U.S. Command starts expressing concern over this. They're like, what are they doing? <laughs> Why are they worshipping <laughs> us? What are... Hmm. What now? Uh. <laughs> so they're expressing... They express concern over the growth. And sure. they, they sent... Major Samuel Patton. Well, don't send anybody in a uniform. They, I know. Hello? They send the man in the fanciest S- uniform they could find. So stupid. <laughs> I know how we're going to quash this yeah. cult that worships our <laughs> military. What if we send a decorated military officer, which right. is exactly why they started doing this in the first place. Right. They're like, oh, your rumpus is even better, sir. Wow. Look, look at all your fancy baubles on your at, arm. You have, you are, oh my gosh, look. And he's look like, at your decorations. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't, that didn't spark like the, the helper messiah, Sam, Sam Pat or something. Because honest, honestly. Mm-hmm. Honestly. Anyway, so he, he goes. They send him on the USS Echo to Vanuatu to help dispel the American connection. That's a boat? Uh, or a plane? It is a ship. The USS. I assume so. I'm just mm-hmm. making sure. Uh, and it failed big time. Big time super fail. What do you mean they didn't give it up because they got exactly what they wanted? <laughs> It's like How is that possible? The th- How could I have predicted this? Any group of people that has their thirst on for a particular look and a particular mm-hmm. anything, and then you send them that thing, <sighs> but bigger and better than ever before, and you think they're going to stop? It's like 
You know how I figured out that's exactly what was going to happen two seconds ago? Sometimes I'm like, you know what the government needs is, like, just somebody to just have basic logic. Uh-huh. For them to be like, just to be in the room. No. Like, that. I'm not qualified for anything else. No. But just someone to go, wait, um, hold on. Hmm. Mm. What if this happens because of that? <laughs> and then all of them to go, oh, I never would have even thought, I mean, oh, um... Well, it probably won't, and they just won't listen to me still. You mean they'll super like the hot pants? Seems weird. I don't know. I don't buy it. Where are you getting this evidence from? (laughs) I don't buy it. There was was no gay man in that room. They're like, "Mm." which is surprising. I mean, most of them were off working, probably. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. The, uh, I mean, probably other militaries, but especially the American Navy and Air Force. They were super gay. Like, mm-hmm. all of you look at uh, old 1940s posters for, like, join them, join them. It's always, like, dudes hugging it like, out. And... Dudes in the skimpiest clothing yeah. hanging out, staring at other dudes it's without their clothes. And... Like, they're, yeah. mm, it looks homosocial <laughs> but, and homoerotic, and that's because it is. Yeah. They absolutely knew. Yeah. Mm. Smart. Smart. But not smart enough to predict this. Not enough to predict this. Uh, I actually want to find a picture of Major Samuel Patton and see Ooh, is how... is he hot? I don't... Oh. Does it matter? I'm just wondering if he's, like, extra hot. I mean, he can't be, right? No one's hot by the time they're a major. I mean, Silver Fox. He could be hot. I guess. Uh, I don't know. I can always tell where Haley and my heads are at. Well, is he hot? Well, Google how, him. Well, how hot is how he? How hot is he? How hot is he? Oh, no. But we also used to have regular conversations about... Um, historical hotties. Uh-huh. It's true. Um, I look for lists online. Nope, that's George Patton. This is going to be a hard uh, Yeah, I don't think he's Googleable. Uh, Pat Samuel Pat. Let's try putting it in quotation marks. So Sam knows, Pat? So it knows I mean it. <laughs> that's how you tell Google you're serious. <laughs> quotation marks. <laughs> I mean it. Don't you dare. Let's try USS Echo. No, it just just gives me John Frum people. Yeah, nope. He's not Googleable. And in this picture, they're just holding up pictures of Prince Philip, so that's extra useless. I'm sure he's at least average hot. Anyway, he would have been wearing his hot pants. Yep. Uniforms are always good. Mm Mm-hmm. So it fails. Oh, surprise. Surprise. <laughs> they send him out there in his shiny pants and they're like, you must stop. And they're like, whoa. We love you. They sent another one. <laughs> Let's they, keep going. They sent their king. Stupid. Uh, they even tried just pushing all of their stuff into the ocean, just bulldozing it into the sea. Uh, Sorry, all I can think about is Spongebob <laughs> when they're, like, having a problem in their town and they're like, well, how do we fix it? Is it, like, a giant worm attacking or something? And then Patrick's like, how about we just push it somewhere else? Like, the whole town. <laughs> and that's what they do. That's what they did. That's what these people did. Yeah. The Americans came there like, well, what if we just bulldoze it into the ocean? Stupid. And so now that's, like, a John from Mecca point of sorts, and they call it, like, million dollar point or billion dollar point and if you scuba there you can see all of the shinies that are left back including like unopened coke bottles that's nuts and i want to find a coke on the bottom of the ocean and drink it (laughs) don't drink it i want to drink it oh gosh it's like over 50 years old at least no it's gonna be really bad It's going to be real bad. This is such a cool story. You're going to get radiation poisoning from that bottle. You're going to tell me rabies. And I'm like, doubt it. (laughs) No. I know how rabies do. Yeah. You're trying to trick me. So, after the war, their religion intact. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And still convinced of John Frum's return, that's when they start making the landing strips Mm. and the mock uh, planes and trying to entice American planes to land by like, ooh, look, we built a radio (laughs) tower out of bamboo. Uh, They even built bamboo control towers and aerials to help guide the craft in. They're like, this will get them. 
<laughs> this will get uh, arrows. They I love just, arrows. I know what they like. <laughs> you know, military <laughs> men love arrows. Uh, in 1964, one cargo cult on New Hanover Island uh, in New Guinea offered the U.S. government a thousand dollars for Lyndon Johnson to come and be their paramount chief. That's. I mean, I don't know why he didn't take it. <laughs> why not? Would it was been it a- after he was president? Or while he was president? 1964. I don't know. Look it up. Uh, I wasn't even alive then. I know I'm aging myself what, a little. What? 19 what? 1964. And who do they want? Lyndon B. Johnson? Lyndon. Johnson is president? <laughs> <laughs> who president? <laughs> Lyndon? Who president? Um... Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah, I think he's president then. You think? Yeah. Or you know. (laughs) I think. When was Kennedy assassinated? Hmm. No, this is after another election. I think that was when he got elected Uh, president instead of just... That's why I said I think. (laughs) Instead of, like, the the hold... Holding pattern Instead of just, uh... Yeah, somebody died, so now you get to be in charge. Right. That's still a president? Yeah. Is it? We didn't pick him. I mean, yeah, you're still president. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, it's it's not the same. It's not. It's being really elected. And then you have a shoe-in for being elected because they already know you, so mm-hmm. they're like, well. But really, you're the spare. Yep. At least you're not Nixon. Hey. Wah, wah. <laughs> wah, wah. Nixon. Wah. I resign. So according to anthropologists... Oh, but he probably didn't want to go for the $1,000 because he's going to make way more money here. Even after he retires. I guess. You still make a butt ton of money just for being alive. No. He could have had it better there. It would have been sunny. No commutes. They would have kissed his feet and fed him fruit. Yeah, no one here is going to do that for Lyndon B. Johnson. <laughs> Gross. No. No one's, no no one's going to do that for you here. Not even your wife. Especially not her. <laughs> she knows where you put those feet. The White House. Ew. Do not kiss those feet. <laughs> Gross. Weird people have stepped in those rooms without shoes on. Anyway. Do they vacuum? I doubt it. Never. They no. don't have <laughs> Not for hundreds of years. <laughs> Unvacuumed for hundreds of years. It ruins the uh, the ambiance. When you think, have you ever thought about like how many old dead guys have had sex in the White House? Gross. No. I, I agree. Don't it, talk okay. about it. <laughs> it's like talking about your grandparents having sex. It's like gross. I agree. I don't want to think about it. Only worse. It's all, ugh, don't. It's for the whole country. Ever. It's like, yeah, it is like thinking about your grand, especially the ones that you like. Yeah. Because they're kind of like the country's grandparents. Right. Lincoln. And not like your crazy uncle who was just in charge for a little bit. We were like, sit down. <laughs> sit down. Stop talking while you're drunk. <laughs> <laughs> uncle Gary. <laughs> uncle Gary Polk. <laughs> Gary Polk. <laughs> anyway. We should talk about Polk. You can. I don't want it. I might. Because it sounds like Yolk, and he's got to have a good story. Is that it? That's horrible. <laughs> you don't know anything about him either. No one does. Oh, no one does. No. What do you know about Polk? You Nothing. Know, what's his first name? I wasn't claiming to know anything. That's why I said you can do what's it. His it's first... Tyler. No, you didn't know that. I did. I'm not Googling it. I'm playing my game. <sighs> Morky Moose told you. Tyler Polk. Tyler. Isn't it? Because there's a James Polk also, isn't there? Whoops. Whoops. Is it Tyler James Polk? (laughs) Tyler. Hold on. I'm going to have to Google it. (laughs) No one, no president can be named Tyler. That's not allowed. (laughs) Tyler. Call him like Brandon. Brandon Polk. He's a football player. Tyler. (laughs) (laughs) He's a football player. James. How dare you? James Polk. <laughs> I don't know his name. No one who knows was, his name. Who, why was I thinking it was Tyler? Tyler? Because you believed me. No. You were like, you're lugging it up. 
I didn't replay the tape. Hulk, you know, what's his first name? I wasn't claiming to know anything. That's why I said you can do what's it. His it's first... Tyler. No, you didn't know that. I did. <laughs> you completely believed me. You thought I was cheating. I did. Yep. I didn't think it was... <laughs> Something in me knew it couldn't be Tyler because no president could be named Tyler. I also I said it so profound, like like I knew exactly. Tyler, of course it's Tyler. <laughs> oh gosh, terrible! My face hurts. Oh, what's his first name? Tyler. I wonder. I we've had somebody. <laughs> no, I wonder why I thought that. We've had we have had a president whose last name was Tyler, right? Or is it only Taylor? Hmm. Taylor. I know there's a Taylor. No one has ever been named Tyler. Oh, I Google it. No. President Tyler. It's too... No. <laughs> it's it's just, too what? Just say it's too modern. It's too millennial. Yeah. President Tyler. It's like... It's like if you had said his name was Chad Polk. <laughs> Chadwick. No, like Chaz. Sure. No president can be named Chaz. John Tyler. Okay. He was a pre- he's a tenth president. But you didn't know. I did. I said there was one. You didn't believe. I did believe. No, you didn't believe. You had to look it up. That doesn't mean I didn't believe it. <laughs> I was checking. I'm gonna. So you're gonna talk about Polk, and I'm gonna talk about John Tyler. Okay. Okay. Hold we've it. decided. Hold it to us, listeners. Hold us to it. Hold it to us. What? Hold us to it. Put us together. Take it and us and squish them. Okay, just finish your story. So, according to anthropologists studying the movement, it's following a pretty classic new religion beat, I guess. Because <clears throat> after you get a new religion, what happens, like, immediately? Everybody goes, ooh! Hot pants! That's new! Sort Maybe of. that will lead me to salvation. Kind of. So the first, what happens is schisms start, start ah, poking, sure. poking out, splitting off as uh, apostates are like, you know what? Actually. Actually. I haven't seen a hot pant in years. <laughs> that's how every schism starts, with the word actually. <laughs> Jennifer. Tell me that's not true. It's, that is 100% true. Actually. Jan- actually. Actually, Janice. <laughs> actually, <I>, Stephen. <laughs> Uh, that's ex- uh, <clears throat> actually. <clears throat> I was trying to do like a fake cough, but yeah, it but turned into. Like, a- <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh no! Anyway, apostates are like, I have an idea, and it leads to variance in the belief. Mm-hmm. And the leader of their new sect is named Prophet Fred. Don't okay. laugh. Don't laugh. I have to laugh at everything now. I'm giggling now. <laughs> Who split from the religion in 1999, leading half of the believers into a new version that mixes indigenous belief and Christianity and John Frum. It's uh, the remix. It's the remix. That's right. Anyway, so it bans displays of foreign flags and talk of cargo. By the way, John Frum people hoist up American flags. Up they the hoist. Tard. They hoist up uh, Swiss flags. Okay, um, seems strange, but it, sure. it is strange. It's because they kind of adopted the American Red Cross symbol. Oh, okay. As uh, as part of their iconography. Gotcha. And that makes sense. Then the Swiss flag is just handy. It's the same. Is <laughs> this? It's, it's it. It is that flag. Yeah. So some it's people. It's just odd to me because they don't. You know. Um, Switzerland is They're not. known for their lack of war, really. <laughs> or their uh, lack of colonizing. Yeah. They're known for sitting at home and not doing and anything. collecting gold. Yes. Beautiful gold. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is why it's funny if they're into, like, military and they're like, and Switzerland. <laughs> You're like... <laughs> and their ally, Switzerland, <laughs> in the South Pacific. <laughs> Who's what? like, and we will stay home. I was not aware of Switzerland's large uh, aquatic military record. <laughs> it's like, uh, it's just like, you, even in the EU, they're like, hey, Switzerland, do you want to be in it? And they're like, no. I am my own EU. <laughs> I'm uninterested in your club. EU? I'm more like PU. I'm, <laughs> I'm in the loners club, and it's just me. It's just me. And my gold. 
<laughs> just me and my gold. I'm in the Scrooge McDuck Club. <laughs> just the uh, just the, me and gold. <laughs> They're just smaug sitting on their yeah, pile. Yeah. Just me and my gold. Me and me gold. Backstroking. Backstroking through all those gems. Tasty. Tasty. So someone asked, as as my closing note, someone asked these uh, believers, because it's one thing if you claim your Messiah is someone who's been dead for a long time or never really existed sure. or is a flying spaghetti monster sure. to say, oh, just a bit longer. But if your Messiah is someone who may have existed and is from a country that still exists... You can visit that place and say, oh, maybe it's not what we thought. Right. So someone asked them, so John promised you all this cargo like 60 years ago, and you haven't really seen any of that. So why do you keep faith? Right. And they kind of shoot back this little zinger, Mm. and they say, you Christians have been waiting for 2,000 years for Jesus. True And you haven't given up. That's right. So, uh, I was gonna say, it's it's the same as like every religion, right? Who's waiting for something anyway? So, that's uh, that's the story of the cargo cults. Well, nice, yeah. I liked it. I like any religion that's based on like how hot (laughs) pants are on sailors and also getting all the white people out. I was gonna say that could have been Jesus, uh, but he didn't wear pants, (laughs) he didn't wear pants, but it could have been about how hot Jesus was. He was not a hot sailor, although the Bible does say he's not hot. Can you dig up that? He's like homely, and this is like I think it says that he's like normal and average in like every way, and that like looking at him would not make you like lust after him or something. Well, it's not the man, it's the pants. He doesn't wear pants. That's why he's There not were no hot. pants at the time. <laughs> and that's why robes. he wasn't hot. <laughs> it's hard to have hip-hugging robes. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like a really tight wrap. You just become a burrito after yeah. a while. Yeah, it's just, it's not hot. Prove us wrong. Send us hot wraps. Hot wraps. Hot burrito wraps. <laughs> send us some of those hot wraps. <laughs> send them to our... <laughs> send us burritos to our house. Here's our address. Um, no. Okay. Just bleep it out. Bleep, 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 bleep. Washington. <laughs> USA. They already know we're in Washington. Mm-hmm. That one's okay. Uh, email us. Email us. Do it. Email us. Just do it. Just do it. Like you can do it. Shia LaBeouf. Actual cannibal Shia, Shia LaBeouf. LaBeouf. Quiet. Quiet. <laughs> It's the best song. If you haven't heard actual cannibal Shia LaBeouf, freaking go to YouTube immediately. <laughs> uh, www.youtube.com backslash actual cannibal Shia LaBeouf. I don't think that'll work. I think it, you have to do like video. Just search it in oh, the yeah? search bar yeah, like Tyler, normal people. Let's look it up like Tyler Polk did. <laughs> like Tyler. Like James Tyler Polk. <laughs> Bye. Bye.